0: Today on Across the calves, just a solo venture. Zach and Zach only, talking magic calves, the highs and the lows, what we learned, and what we could do better for next time. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning and welcome. Inside the latest edition of Across the Cavs, Zach White's with you as always. Just just here to talk about last night's game. There were some low lows in this one. We are facing an Orlando Magic team that entered action eighteen and forty-three. Right? Cavs are twenty-one and forty. Don't know what we expected, but through three quarters, the Cavs put up sixty-three points. And it was not pretty. They got outscored 32-17 in the third, 26-16 in the first. So entering the fourth quarter down 82-61. The game seemed to be over, but it wasn't. Cavaliers played their starting five for the entirety of the final frame. So Garland, Allen, Okoro, Love, and Jetty Osman. They came up with six steals in the period as they started to put on the press the entire time. Three different guys scored double figures in the quarter. They had 10 assists on 14 hoops. Six threes while Orlando had zero. So, how exactly did the Cavs lose? See, so yeah, they're down big coming into the fourth. And I like JB's decision. You know, I, I'm okay in other circumstances even with, depending on the game, depending on the matchup, just running your starting unit the entire fourth and pulling everyone in the third. I mean, and this was because they were losing, but I like the decision. So they scored 43 in the fourth, and let's get to the play-by-play. So at what point did they tie the game? So after Isaac Okoro had the three-point play, Gary Harris had a two-pointer. Let's just Cole Anthony, 245 mark. He gets a layup. Osman gets fouled and makes two free throws. James Ennis, turnover. Isaac Okoro, transition dunk, 196. Cole Anthony, turnover again, then a foul. They're in the limit. Jenny Austin makes two more free throws. That in, in and of itself was impressive. Minute 38, down by four. Cole Anthony gets a bucket. Okoro comes back, hits a little runner in the lane, and one, makes the free throw, down by one. Other end, though, they allowed Gary Harris to get to the lane. He got it over Jared Allen. It's a three-point game. So what do the Cavs do? The guy that's been getting crap from everybody for days because of what happened a few games back, Kevin Love ties it with a three. He was scoreless in the first half. Ties it with a three. And then after that, Cole Anthony, for the third time in five possessions, gets another shot right at the hoop. I mean, shout out to him. Clearly showing shades of his father during his rookie season. The Cavs turned it over. Cole Anthony makes two free throws. Jetty misses a three. And then that that ended the game. Cole Anthony got the offensive rebound off the Ennis missed free throw to secure the win officially. I just mean wow. So that's how it ended. But here's this, right? The Cavs shouldn't have even been in this game. because They didn't deserve it. They were playing horribly. And yet, they were right there. You know, they, they put in a great fight in the fourth quarter. Now look, let's look at some final numbers. Garland, 25 points, 10 assists, 4 steals. Jared Allen, 17 and 13. Isaac Okoro, he only shot 4 of 12, but he had 15 points, 5 rebounds, 4 steals. Jetty scored 19. We're going to kind of ignore the bench numbers, although they did get six threes off the pine. Gelly hit 2, Wade hit 1, Broderick hit 1, and Dotson hit a pair. Jeremiah Martin missed a floater and turned it over once in his 333 of action. The only Cavalier with a positive net rating was Cabangeli at plus 1. Nobody, though, was worse than minus 6. On Orlando's side, James Ennis was a plus 20 in his 23 minutes of action. No one else was even close. Got to see a lot of young guys. Saw Mo Wagner, who just signed the day before, get some run. Mo Bamba showed some of the reasons why he was a lottery pick. He knocked down a three, had some buckets at the rim. He had a couple blocks. He grabbed seven rebounds. Dwayne Bacon's continued to be solid. He's kind of played the Terrence Ross role for Orlando. He scored 16. I mean, what is up with Gary Harris? When he was in Denver, he could not find a basket. Not only could he not buy a basket, he couldn't rent one either. He had 19.6 rebounds, 7 assists, and a block in 34 minutes. Cole Anthony's looking really good. I think they got a good pick, and hopefully Chitua Okiki is okay. He had played a very good game before getting hurt late and having to miss the stretch run where everything really unraveled. Fully, and the game ended up being tied, but hope he's okay. Had to miss his entire rookie year and end of his college career with a torn ACL, so you never want to see a guy getting hurt that had to deal with that. But anyway, for the Cavs side, there's a lot to be proud of. Garland had the double-double, Allen double-double. For all this poor shooting he had, Kevin Love had 10 rebounds, 6 assists, and 3 steals. The fact that he was able to log 35 minutes was a good sign. I mean, who knows what his future holds, but durability has been an A major issue. So he played 37 minutes in the second game of the season. The 35 minutes are the most since then. It marks only the fourth time this year he's gone over 30 minutes. By the way, Kevin is still yet to score 20 in a game. He grabbed 10 rebounds for the fifth time. He hit multiple threes. I believe it was for the 11th time of the season. Now it could have been a lot better for the Cavs. They didn't need to have to score 43 in the fourth to make it interesting, but I'm proud of the effort. You know, as I was on uh, with, uh, shout out Mac Perry, the It's Cavalier podcast, I was on with him the other day, and we were talking about, you know, why we watch the Cavs every night. And for me, it's plain and simple. I mean, I've been a fan for 18 years of this team. Never changed. Never wavered. I don't care who's in the, on the court. I don't care if all of you listeners are the roster for the night, and we're going against the Super Nets it doesn't matter. I'm still going to watch. I love this team. It's a lifestyle choice, really, who you root for, who you're a fan of. and I identify, when someone asks me about myself anywhere in a conversation, I'm getting to know somebody. Uh, heck, if someone asked me about my interest in a job interview, I would tell them about the Cavs. That's how passionate I am about the team and how important it is to me. You know, it's, it's a place to go 72 to 82 times a year during the regular season. Push everything else aside and just watch the team. You root for the ones wearing the Cleveland jersey. And this is why you tune in. No, I, I almost tuned out. I'm not going to lie for it. I had thoughts about tuning out towards the end of the third quarter. But then, you know, no. No, the Cavs can come back. And I actually expected a comeback. When they got their first troop in the fourth quarter, I mean, it doesn't happen immediately. It takes several possessions of getting stops and scores. I had a gut feeling the Cavs were going to make this comeback. I kid you not. And when they did, it was great. And the intuition paid off. You don't don't miss games, you know. Life does get in the way and sometimes you have conflicts. But if you're at home anyway, why would you not watch if you're a fan of a team? You put the time in to spend money on gear and invest in that. You invest in going to games. And, you know, why would you not? I mean, you want to support the announcers anyway, but watch every game. This is why. Look what happened last night. It was almost a miracle. Kevin Love was getting booed for most of the game because of what had happened. And, look, I'm I'm not exactly Team Kevin right now. But if he's contributing on the court, then I'll be Team Kevin. Hit the tying three. Man. I've never seen a team press as much as the Cavs and do it so well. For as long as they did. Orlando was almost clueless at times. I mean if they had any other guard out there. No disrespect. But if MCW was in and not Cole Anthony. Orlando does not win that game. When the Cavs came back from 20 plus down to the 4th against Detroit. On March 26th 2014. Led by my guy Matthew Dellavedova and Dion, who With the buzzer beater too. You know, this is a similar situation. I got the same vibes. They didn't win, but they came awfully close. I'm very proud of the effort. You know, the Cavs look good. They scored 41 in the fourth quarter using the same lineup for all 12 minutes. Jetty is starting to play very well now that he's back in the lineup. His confidence is up. Darius Garland, another double-double. Jared Allen, a beast inside. Isaac Okoro, man. He had three starters, had at least three steals. That's beautiful. And all in all, despite having an extremely sloppy game, only 11 turnovers. Not bad at all. You know, there were some really good moments for Cleveland. And of those 11 turnovers, six came in the second half of them in the fourth quarter. But shout out to the Cavs, man. Always there when we need them. It was a good game. You can be proud of the effort. Give credit to Orlando for blowing the lead and still winning. That's a group that when they add Fultz and Isaac will be very fun to watch next season as long as Okiki stays healthy. They're going to get a really good draft pick. RJ Hampton is bristling with talent. Wendell Carter just needed a good chance in a system that believed in him. Clearly that wasn't Chicago. And Cole Anthony, man, could be the, uh, whether or not he starts next to Fultz or he comes off the bench, they got some nice pieces. But that's it. Just a quick across the calves for you this morning. Zach Weiss, thanks as always. Be the fight. Let's go, Cavs. couple more games this week. Got D.C. again and then Miami. Let's get some wins, eh?